Alright guys, you know how it goes. I tried, bro. I tried to, to get here at 11, but I'm terrible, bro. I'm sorry, guys. Hope y'all are doing well tonight. I wasn't really planning to live because <clears throat> I had posted those two videos, but... I'm, I know with Wayne Smith, he's usually late by a few minutes. <laughs> Thank you, William McDowell. I appreciate that. And just so you guys know, this is only a YouTube live tonight. I am live nowhere else. It's just for you guys. Thank you, Cola Cola. Thank you, Skunk Fam. <laughs> he said, what the fuck is up with Aladdin, yo? So, I just wanted to say something, too, right before I start this. Um, I decided to kind of, uh, not cut out, but, like, I kind of decided to more or less exclude um, one of the platforms. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start actually doing my podcast, Okay. So, I have a podcast, you guys, and I don't really talk about it much, but I'm going to start recording a podcast while I'm live with you guys. I'm not going to worry so much about probably TikTok and or uh, Instagram. I'm going to start doing a podcast of every live. So, that means that... I'm going to approach it and I just mostly because I feel podcasts are huge right now. Um, and it's a market that I'm not tapping into and I should be. I think there's a lot of potential in podcast markets. Uh, a lot more than say Facebook or, or TikTok for that matter. Uh, so I'm going to start going back to it. It's on Anchor. It's an Anchor podcast. It's on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple podcast, um, and a bunch more. Uh, the the major ones. So Anchor's actually really cool. It's uh, if you guys are ever interested in doing a podcast, because I had no idea when I first wanted to do a podcast where to start. Anchor is free. They pay. What up, Monstro? How you doing, my boy? Good to see you here. Good to see you. Um. So it's free. Thank you, Tony Van Diesel. Always, always with the with the donations, bro. Five dollars consistently. Thank you so much, dude. Seriously. And you guys, so I wanted um so really quick, let me uh touch on Anchor real quick. It's free. Uh you just upload your content, it's real user friendly. It's a great, great app if you guys want to check it out. Anchor, just like it's uh spelt for like a boat anchor. Um and it's it's very user friendly. And it creates good content. It's tied right to uh, Spotify. So you get, you're out there. You're on Spotify. You guys can search me on Spotify. Uh, and you should be able to find my, my podcast, Night God. So just search Night God. I don't know. I think I maybe named it, re renamed it Night God 333. Double check that. But if not, just search Night God and look for my NG logo. And that will be my podcast. I have several episodes. Um, some of them are live. Some of them are just the short tidbits. Hey, Hammer Eye, what is up? Hammer Samurai's in the house. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you as well. Happy New Year. Hope you had a good Christmas, my guy. And uh, yeah, we're always trying to be safe out here. That's the key, right? That's the key. Um, speaking of safe, I guess I'll go into this. Uh, I'm going to start cleaning up my lives, meaning this. Um, I've noticed that when thir- certain things get spoken of, um, you know, you guys can probably just decide, you know, and figure what it is. It's your your typical, um, you know, rhetoric that they don't want to hear on, on your live. So I'm going to start cleaning it up. I'm going to get into the comments and I'm not going to even give the trollers the time of day. They, if I, if for some reason, um, they are able to comment cause I kind of, um, just, just tweaked a little something, um, so that, yeah, um, hopefully we won't get any trollers anymore. So, but if we do, I'm going, to, I'm going to, no questions asked, I'm going to ban them from my channel, hide them from my channel, and that's going to be that. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm not going to acknowledge them any longer. Um, it's time to move on. I've, 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 I've proved myself, I feel. I'm a decent person, and I have a good fan base. You guys are the best fan base a guy could ask for, and friends as well. You guys are my friends. And um, there's no room for people who aren't friends with us or are friendly. So um, we're just going to block them. And also, uh, I'm not going to respond to their comments on my content anymore. I sent a comment to somebody, and I was just reasonable. Um probably about an hour ago and 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 I spent about five ten minutes just just trying to prove to this these two um people I don't even know my validity and it's like I'm done wasting my 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 energy and my time on anybody who trolls me so I don't have anything to prove to them. I don't even know them. They don't mean nothing to me. Um, I'm trying to take a growth step in that direction. Just mainly because I'm old school. Uh, if, if, if people run their mouth and they trash me and they say stuff, I, I cannot help it sometimes, but want to chime back at them. And not in a, and I have, I keep it within reason. I'm a professional, but I, I, I chime in a way. That is unnecessary. It takes my time up. And I ain't got time for it, guys. Like, I grinded all day. You know what I mean? I just figured out how to make thumbnails. So I'm making thumbnails and trying to make them all flashy and catchy. So when they're on the the, the, the For You page, people see them and they're like, Oh, wow, that's bright and beautiful. And, you know, they're going to go watch the video just based on the picture. They say you get... And I watched a couple of... Uh, um, a couple videos on YouTube, the the creators that teach you how to be a creator. Uh, there's there's quite a few good ones out there, but he said um, you get 1.8 seconds of attention span for people on YouTube. Meaning, when you're scrolling, you guys, when you're scrolling through YouTube, you look at that video for 1.8 sec- seconds, and you judge as to whether you would want to watch that simply based on a quick glance at the title and a quick glance at the thumbnail. Then you move on. If it doesn't look like an attractive thumbnail, and I catch myself doing it. A lot of times, I just piece on the video. So I've been, pri- I've been doing a lot of work, guys. I'm trying to get le- legit here. I'm trying to establish myself as a legitimate YouTube creator um, and... That takes a lot of time, so you know what? Like I said, 
Uh, the only people I got time it for is my peoples, my my peoples. You know what I'm saying? Like my 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 followers, my subscribers, the OGs, the people that have been here. Thank you, Alexis Marie. You know the people like that. You know, thank you so much for that, you guys. And I think what saved me is you know like my last live, for example, got a yellow. So just to give you a little insider info, when I go to monetize a video, right? I I don't I. I monetize it on the computer in that moment, like right here. I clicked monetize, but on my phone, you can't monetize it prior to the live. So I have to go into the studio and monetize it that way. Okay. Thank you. Let's find better days. I love it. Thank you so much. So the last live and then the, the last live, it gave me a yellow monetization sign, which is just the yellow money sign on the video, meaning that based on my content, I got limited ad opportunity okay and that's because something was said something was talked about my rhetoric wasn't right um maybe those trolls that i i responded to and and all it said all that bull crap uh i'm losing money by 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 doing things like that and it's stupid to to lose money that's their trolls goal they want me to not succeed okay and the more limited um ads videos i get the more YouTube dislikes it and the more they look at me. So I'm back at tracking on that and I want my lives to be legit. Shit. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I will be two seconds, you guys. I totally apologize. Um, hold on. Okay, never mind. I apologize. I thought I thought I was gonna have to go shut my water off, but I'm good. Uh, something just kind of gave way. I think maybe a little like ice. That's the camper life living. So I'm good. I'm here. Um, it just started going. I could hear water. You probably could hear it yourself. But it it died down. So whatever it was, there's no more. There's no more water. There's no more water. So I'm good to go. But no, um, on that note, yeah, you guys get the gist of it. So we're going clean lives from now on. We'll still talk our stuff. We're going to still push the the fringe envelope and the esoteric agenda. Uh, we are a unique set of people, and we believe in and talk about, not necessarily all that I say, I, I imagine everybody believes in, but we talk about the fringe content and we keep open minds here. We keep open minds here, okay? And that's the beauty of this channel. You know what I'm saying? I, I had some people commenting how, like, 
they've been waiting for a channel like mine and I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back or anything like that I'm just saying that I love comments like that you know what I'm saying it tells me I am slightly unique and uh, then they, they a lot of people say I love how open-minded you all are on this channel and all the commenters and everything you guys we're building a cool community a very unique one and a very uh, special one and an important one right um, I think it's important you know and, and yeah of course you know we're gonna get trolls that say we're crazies and we're just, you know, we're in la-la land and, and dreaming. We're like children the way we believe in things, right? Well, you know what? Children are some of the smartest beings on this planet, all right? And it's because they haven't been corrupted by the bias of growing up, all right? So if we think like children, I'd say we're a step ahead of the game a little bit. If we could combine that with our intelligence and our intellect as we grew... And keep that imagination intact. We are good. Yeah, no, they're sleeping, right? They're sleeping. Um, that's okay. They can. And like I say, you know, like I said to one commenter, <laughs> he was trolling me. And I says, you know, um, at the end, I kind of gave him a little hell. And I goes, you know, I'd tell you to keep watching, but I already know you're going to. I says, it's the moments when you're alone, when your head hits the pillow, bro, that my content will ring throughout and then you'll start to deduce and kind of analyze and kind of think huh hmm maybe he's a little on something right i think that happens a lot i think that happens a lot like it, i've had uh, quite a few people who initially told me i was crazy that eventually loved my content so whoop de woo you know that's the that's the idea though that's the idea right um so Guys, I've been looking into something and thinking about something for quite a while now, and it has to do with a lot of what we talk about, right? Um, but first I'm going to start, and it's going to all come together. Like This all has to do with what I'm talking about. Now, it's, it's how do I want to say this? It's definitely... Could, you could call it out there as far as if you believe it or not, right? It's not so like random or anything like that. Uh, you guys will know kind of as I'm talking about it. You'll kind of, a lot of you guys will know what it's about. Uh, but it definitely takes a fantastical and a very open mind to actually consider the possibility of what I'm going to say. Okay. So, I'm going to start it out. I was watching this, oh, just a bunch of nobody's podcast, or just, just a couple nobody's podcast. It, it's like uh, the one on TikTok, where you got the Asian guy, and you got the um, Hispanic gentleman with braces, and they always tell each other these amazing conspiracies. A lot of times, they're about, uh, like, cartoons, like Disney, or like, um, I heard one that they talked about one today where um, William Shakespeare uh, on his deathbed told his wife that in the next life, I will be with you again. Okay. Well, flash forward to now and Anne Hathaway looks a lot like or Anne Hathaway's man looks a lot like Shakespeare. 
If you look back, if you kind of step back and you look at him, modern now, his facial structure and his setup looks identical to Shakespeare's, okay? But then, it doesn't stop there. If you go back and you look at William Shakespeare's wife's name, it is Anne Hathaway. Coincidence? I don't know. Kind of crazy. So that's the type of stuff they say, right? And I love Anne Hathaway, by the way. She was amazing in Catwoman. So beautiful. So beautiful. Um, I remember my my sisters used to watch her in Princess Diaries. And I, I, I was, like, crushing on her then, like, of course. I mean, she was gorgeous, gorgeous. So, uh, who knows, right? I don't know. Maybe William Shakespeare reincarnated and his wife reincarnated. And now, you know, who knows, right? Um, but it, it's pretty wild, weird coincidence. Uh, but then they got into talking about something that I was really intrigued with, right? My guy, Aladdin. I freaking love Aladdin. I, I used to watch that show all the time. The movie, the show, mostly the movie I watched over and over. Uh, plus, I had a Sega Genesis. Okay? And I used to love playing the video game. I had the Aladdin video game. And I would play it for hours. It was a challenge, you know. But it was fun. And it had a lot of cool little tidbits in it. That uh, that looking back, not like looking back, I didn't really catch on as I was a kid playing it but now I'm looking back like holy shit okay so this podcast and I'm I'm kind of gonna elaborate on what they said they 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 went into pretty there was only a minute long video but uh basically when Aladdin finds genie okay and he he goes into the what looks to me or, or resembles to me like a slight finks-esque Sphinx-esque uh, temple with the lion's mouth that opens up. He goes in there, he finds the genie. Well, right when the genie comes out of the lamp, okay, or uh, the, yeah, the lamp, I think they call it, genie in a bottle, I don't know, genie in a lamp, but um, right after he comes out of the lamp, he kind of does a little skit, right? A skit. And he does... I am Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, and uh, he buffs up, and then he does a scene from, like, Broadway, and then he does a scene from, like, a movie theater. Thank you, Let's Find Better Days. Thank you so much. Ha, <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, that's awesome. She is so beautiful. I remember uh, watching the movie. I got drugged to it by a, a girlfriend of mine at the time, but it was that musical with her and Hugh, Hugh Jackman. It was that musical, and then where she was working at this place, and then Hugh Jackman like takes her under his wing, and 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 then he kind of like abandons her by accident. And he doesn't even realize he did it because the girls at work were being mean to her, and then she ends up being a uh, on the streets as like a like a um um like a pro- like a prostitute, right? And, and she does everything and does all that, and then. They have. She, I think she has a kid, but then she, dude, like, I swear to God, you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm man enough to admit it. At that scene when she dies and Hugh Jackman is singing to her, I literally freaking cried a little bit. Like, I'm not even joking. That was an intense scene for me, man. That that got to me. Um, 
I actually like went to that movie, him hawing like a son of a gun, because there was some other movie, you know, that I wanted to see, like a man's movie, you know, an action movie, and she just insisted had to see that musical. I forget what, uh, yeah, she, yes, she got drugged in that in that movie. Yes, I think so. Um, I forget what that's called, the the movie, but it's it was a big musical. Everybody's talking about it, right? No, no, no. I was drugged to the movie theater by my girlfriend. Um, cause I didn't want to go see this musical, right? Les Mis, Les Miserables, Les Miserables, or whatever. Miserables. <laughs> Les Mis, yes. No, that was, I remember now. I remember now. Les Mis, it was my girlfriend, Christina. Um, Christina one, I like to say, because I had two. <laughs> I had one and then the other. Uh, but, she, yeah, she, and I, there's something else I wanted to see better, but no, I, I ended up actually kind of enjoying the plot of the movie. I hate when movies sing the whole time. It drives me crazy. So, uh, <laughs> that was a lot for me. Um, I hate musicals, dude. I hate them, but, uh, that's the only movies I really cannot stand when they sing the whole time. It drives me nuts, but no, that was okay. That was good. Uh, very intense emotionally and, and it was drawn in and it drew me in, but, uh, Anyway, so the genie shows all these, um, all this culture, right? He, he, he shows all this culture and depicts all this culture from the 90s. The 90s, right? In, in, it was supposedly 1994 when, when, they, they, when Aladdin came out for the first time. Okay? 1994. All right, so then you got to think about it and take a step back. Supposedly, it was most people thought it was based ten thousand years in the past, right? If that's the case, then how did the genie know about Arnold? How did he know about the Broadway lights and the theater and all the culture that he depicted from '94? If he just just came out of the bottle after 10,000 years. Huh. Odd. Then you go and you look at the video game. Right? If you watched the video game or you played it, the video game had stop signs throughout it. Well, if that's 10,000 years ago, where the hell did the stop signs come from? They can't drive. There was no vehicles in the land. Right? Then you go through the video game and there's one scene. There's one scene. Okay? Where you're running through and there behind you lies an atomic bomb that hadn't been detonated. Aladdin was set 10,000 years in the future after. World War Three. Boom. Aladdin was not set in 1994. That's when the genie was last out of the bottle. In 1994. Aladdin's year was 1100-994. Right? Yeah. No, it'd be 11, it'd be, it'd be 11,994. Excuse me. Yes. 11,994. That is when Aladdin 
is set. So that totally has escaped me my entire life. Okay? And they are subtle about the way they do it. That's why I love Disney. They tie things amazingly. Absolutely amazingly together. Okay? So yeah, Aladdin is set in the future. After a great cataclysmic war takes place. Arguably, World War III. That's why it's desolate. It's sand. Everybody's back into the, like, not Stone Age, but you know what I'm saying, like the the Sumerian Age, the um, Palace Age, Pyramidal Age-ish, okay? The, the, like I say, the Sumerian Age. So, that was the first thing that freaking, that, that I was like, what? Sweet! I love it. I love it. Freaking love it. Uh, that totally stoked me right when I heard that. So I was like, okay, I got to keep watching these dudes. They got some good stuff, right? I was on their shorts. So I click on the next Aladdin video because Aladdin had me intrigued. Aladdin had a cartoon. All right. Aladdin had a cartoon. And in said cartoon, he is the princess's significant other but he still sleeps on the streets and he still is of the streets even the guards of the palace or the loc and the locals treat him like the street rat that he is right so basically it's like set up like any cartoon would be aladdin saves the day over and over and over again but towards the end of the series, and I got to say, for some reason, they now like to cover this up greatly. It's it's very, very um, discreet. Okay, hold on. Let me, I'm going to go kill this like bright, uh, bright light right here. See if it can help me a little bit. All right. See if that helps a little bit here. Okay. Yeah, not so much. A little bit, though. Not directly in my face. I just don't like how it's kind of scratchy. At all. There. That's perfect. I like it. Okay. So, Aladdin is your... your he's the king of thieves. You know, he does his usual thing. But he's going around also saving the day. Now, I looked, and I looked, okay... I could find pictures, but I could not find what episode. I couldn't find what it entailed. What was it about? No, th- no storyline. No, um, like Spark Notes type uh, a page or or journal entry or, if you will, you know what I'm saying. All I could find was pictures. That's it. All right, and. Apparently, so I'm going to go ahead and show you a couple of them real quick. So here is, here is the atomic bomb, okay, in Aladdin, okay. That's the atomic bomb. I'm going to turn my brightness down and see if that helps at all. So it's not glaring so hard here. Yeah, that did help. Helped immensely. Okay, there's Aladdin, atomic bomb, boom. Undetonated atomic bomb, that's your, your proof that... Aladdin was set in the future after a great earth war, 
It, it could be called an earth war, arguably, right? So, then you got, here, you got the stop sign in the video game. Just for a little proof, just so I'm showing you guys as I go. But then, in an episode of the cartoon, okay, or, or a series of episodes, if you if you will, I guess it probably covered a few. We have, and this looks like the Sultan's treasure room, but I'm not 100% sure on that yet. But we have something in the Sultan's treasure room, and I, I, I swear I maybe remember seeing this as a kid. I, I am pretty sh Wait. Was it in the movie? I think maybe it was in the movie. We guys remind me. Was this what so what was the um Infinity Gauntlet? Was that in the Aladdin movie? Or was this in the just the cartoon? The guys in the podcast made it sound like it was just the cartoon. But why do I remember us uh, Jafar? Did he get any type of hand crafted weapon? Or did he just use now he became the genie? Hmm. Interesting to say the least. Interesting to say the least. Um, do you guys remember? I, I know it was in the cartoon for a fact. Okay, just the cartoon, not the movie. Okay, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. It's been a long time. Um, yeah, hit them likes, guys. That'd be cool. Yes, for sure. I like it, Craig Bass. Thank you so much. Okay, he just became a snake. Oh, so you're saying the return of Jafar, which is the second one? Uh, broken smile, broken dreams. I, I'm I'm a hold to changing that that uh, nickname or that that account name there, buddy, or or young lady. I want to say big smile, big dreams, success, manifestation. So, okay, the second Aladdin did. I thought maybe there was one movie with it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the the, the gauntlet. Yeah, do it for me. You, you'll be surprised. And I'm not trying to put you on blast. I just don't even like saying it when I respond to your questions, you know? That's putting it out there. That ain't, that ain't out. But, yeah, so they had the gauntlet, the infinity gauntlet in Aladdin. Weird, right? Especially if it's set in the future. Okay? So then I look into it a little bit more and I start reading some articles on the um, Infinity Gauntlet in, in, in Thanos. So what it goes into is, obviously you have the movie where he uses the Infinity Gauntlet um, at the end, he, or he, he's trying to find all the soul stones, okay, he's trying to find all the soul stones, so, where were they when Thanos was looking, scattered throughout the universe, okay, so a prelude to that, apparently in the Avengers comic book, which is much more in depth, in the, in the Avengers cartoon, which is much more in depth, Tony Stark, when they first found out that Thanos was in search of these, this gauntlet and these soul stones, basically when the soul stones 
I, I'm going to look them all up because I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know them all right off the top of my head. But it's like um, the elements plus time. Uh, you know, Doctor Strange, for example. I should have had that pulled up already. Um, Soul Stones. One of you in the comments probably already know. Soul Stones of Infinity Gauntlet. So, I want to know what they are. Boom. What each of them mean. Okay. Okay. Of course, it's not describing. Do you guys know by chance? Hold on, let me. Sorry. So, okay, so you have the Mind Stone. The Soul Stone. Time Stone. Avengers. It's kind of hard to find. They don't... Yeah, Avengers, Infinity, Gauntlet, Stones, Represent. I hate... I can't stand... I'm sorry, but I can't stand Android. Power Stone... Okay. Okay. Infinity Stones explained in the Marvel movie. WandaVision. Okay. I just was I just would really like to know, but I, I guess if I have to, I'll just hold off for a second. Okay, the Mind Stone is yellow. The Mind Stone is yellow. First appeared secretly in the Avengers. That's the one that, that uh Darvis had on his head. Darvis. Okay, originally hidden in the tip of Loki's mind, mind control scepter. It was one of the well-traveled and consequential stones. The reality stone, only featured prominently in Thor, the dark world. The power stone, that's purple. The time stone, that's green, Doctor Strange. And then the soul stone, okay? There is six total, I want to say. Maybe five total. I know there's six. There's one for each finger plus one in the middle, if I'm correct. But anyway, so once they find out that an evil being is in search of this stone, right? Ooh, what'd you say, Misty? Jafar had a red stone in his staff that put people under spells. Ooh, well, well pointed out there, miss. See, that's why I knew, you guys. I knew if I told you guys about this in this live, I knew not only would we... we cover some great stuff, but you guys would always contribute to it. You guys always come up with stuff and you help me. Like it was actually really cool. A friend of mine was over and we started talking about it and she actually put something together that friggin' it just blew my mind. Like I was like, Oh my God, did you really just figure that out? Like, so it was actually really cool that we were chatting about it. And I was like, Oh my God, you're right. You know? Um, so it was really cool, and basically, I got, dude, this is going to get better. Trust me, you guys. So yeah, there's five, and then there's one in the middle. Here's the gauntlet. Here's the gauntlet, okay? So when they find out Thanos or evil beings are on the lookout for this, and I'm imagining this happened way back in the first galactic war, the first Great Earth War plus the first galactic war, okay? Basically, and dude, you guys... I started thinking about it. 
Okay? And I'm not, I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to say that yet. So, anyway, possibly the first Great Galactic War. And at least in the comics. This is all for entertainment purposes only as well, guys. You know the deal. Um, I'm just kind of uh, playing open-minded, you know, type thinking. Um, and if you guys come up with it or you guys beat, beat the rest of the people in the comments to what the uh, assumption or anything like that, uh, just try to hold it to yourself. Don't spoil it. Um, it don't matter that much because, you know, most people probably don't read the comments that watch this anyway. A hell of a lot. I do replay them, though. Um, and if you don't see yours, it's because you either swore or said something semi-nefarious. So I had to kind of, I, I, I see them and then I approve or disapprove them. Um, I also, like I said, made a little tweak so that, uh, hopefully the trolls will be bugged out. So, um, when they first used the gauntlet after they were done, right? And I'm not exactly sure that's vague how they first used it, but they first used it. Uh, it was like a, a great galactic war type thing, like a Star Wars type scenario. Okay. Um, so after that, they disassemble the gauntlet, and then it said Tony Stark met with Illuminati, and there were six main members in the Illuminati Council. He worked with them. They each took one soul stone, and he told them to hide it anywhere in the universe, wherever you see fit, but don't tell a soul. And when we come back, if we ever need it, we will reassemble, reassemble the gauntlet, and we will do what it takes to, and then put it back, right? Because it's such a powerful weapon that any being in the galaxy who comes into possession of the Infinity Gauntlet will be the most powerful being in the universe. Don't matter their prior. They didn't have to be a god, a demigod, nothing. They can be a normal being within the universe. And if they get the Infinity Gauntlet, they can beat gods. Okay? And all of them at once if they know how to use it even remotely properly. They don't. They, even the gods don't stand a chance against the Infinity Gauntlet with all six souls stones i always i love how they call them soul stones too in place okay so a, a lot of peace throughout the i mean thanos the whole time is looking and he's on the hunt and he's doing his his evil deeds but there's a long stretch where they don't have to use the infinity gauntlet but then something crazy happens Okay. Elon is heavy though. Okay. 208. Yeah, I love it. I love it. My numbers are going up. I love it. I love it, guys. I support you 100%, but you do that? Okay. Thanks. I appreciate the support. Yeah. Iron Man's like the wise Avenger, right? Um... And that's cool, too, because Tony Stark had a rough um, beginning or, or a, a rough um, coming up. He was a alcohol abuser, drug abuser, and yeah. So it's funny, little quick side note on Tony Stark or, or um, oh, now I'm going <laughs> to, Tony Stark, right? Uh, 
course, now I'm going to brain fart his name. That that goes goes figure. Uh, I'm being silly. I'm being silly. But um, yeah. So Tony Stark actually quit drugs one day after eating a nasty ass burger at at Burger King from a hangover. Right. And. At that moment in time, he decided, thank you, Robert Downey Jr. I knew you guys would kill that one. Terrible. See, that's what. So that's the type of stuff that I miss on information overload when I'm going so hard all day that I just, I do. And you guys, I was like putting together video. That's just, I was just, my mind was in, 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 in full on go mode pretty much all day. So when I when it comes to these lives, sometimes I just I lapse on the easier ones that and but and I haven't watched movies as much as I usually do. Otherwise, I probably would have got it right away. But yes, thank you for the assist, you guys. I love you guys. Always there for, to have my back and not give me shit. So Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he ate a nasty burger in a Burger King after a hangover and a night of partying, and he said, "This is no lifestyle. I'm done." Got up, walked away, got sober. Now he's one of the best actors. Made one of the best comebacks. Of all, I, and truly is one of my favorite actors. He is his his personality, dude. He his 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 sarcasm, his wit, just an overall top tier, t- grade A, grade A list actor. So, anyway, um, then something crazy happens. Now listen to this, you guys. This one I thought was very weird. So, in using the Infinity Gauntlet the first time. It kind of threw things off in the dimension. As a result, something called, well, in one of them, something called an incursion. So this is an incursion. When two universes overlap, right? And they continue to overlap and they will exist in coincidence for a long time. But eventually, if they overlap so far, all of a sudden it'll give in and both universes will just blow up and dissipate. And they will be existing no more. So this was taking place. And actually, um, Gaia, an imitation from another dimension of Earth, an exact replica, was going to collide with Earth. And upon the collision, they were both going to cease to exist okay so tony stark approaches the illuminati members and says we need the infinity gauntlet go find your stones let's assemble this thing <clears throat> one of the, so there's supposedly a plethora of abilities that you can do or powers that the infinity gauntlet has that not even remotely showed it in the avengers movie Apparently, the Infinity Gauntlet is so powerful that you can literally push universes with it. Crazy stuff, right? You can literally push an entire dimension with it. Okay? Now, I know, sounds crazy. But if you're talking space-time dimensions and and uh, reality stones and time stones and all this stuff, who knows? Maybe they could. All right. So they gather everything up, get the space gauntlet, 
And I can't remember who they said did it, but somebody did it. And they kept Earth from colliding with each other. Save the day. All right. So they, at that moment, gave it back to the Illuminati, sent them on their way. They hid the stones, and there you go. Much peace for a long time again. But then Thanos starts to catch on. He starts getting closer. So he eventually, I want to say how it went is he eventually gets one of the stones. Here, let me see. I'm going to read it because I this. Um, so a little background and, and a little talk on the Infinity Gauntlet. The Infinity Gauntlet is one of the most powerful objects in both the Marvel Universe and the MCU. MCU Marvel Comic Universe, or I'm not 100% sure. It was created to house and channel the power of the six Infinity Stones that were scattered across the universe. If anyone were to collect them all, place them in the gauntlet and wield it, they would easily be the strongest being in the galaxy. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you so much. The gauntlet was the focus of the Avengers in Infinity War. Thanos traveled the galaxy looking for the Infinity Stones, and after gaining each one, we got to see him flex his muscle and take on the Avengers in new ways. Okay. So here's a little more of the background clearing up what I was just telling you about. So this is the history of the Infinity Gauntlet based on fandom. It was gathered by the mad titan Thanos as he took the gems from the elders of the universe that had originally carried them. He hoped to appease his love to the entity known as Death. This is the cartoon, I'm pretty sure. Thanos used the Infinity Gauntlet with all of the Infinity Gems to remove the half the population of the universe, which was in the movie. After Adam Warlock was able to gather some of the surviving heroes to oppose Thanos, Nebula, which was his daughter, I'm pretty sure, briefly stole the gauntlet from Thanos when he ascended to a level that he abandoned his body, but Warlock, Thanos, and the others were able to force the gauntlet away from Nebula so that Warlock could retrieve it for himself. However, the living tribunal declared that the gems were too dangerous to use together, and the gauntlet was disassembled and the gems scattered among others. When faced with the threat of Magus, Warlock was forced to apparently reassemble the gauntlet, but aware that the Magus sought the gauntlet for himself, they tricked the Magus by replacing the reality gem on this gauntlet with a powerless replica creating a gap in the Magus's power that his enemies could exploit. Although the tribunal restored his old rule that the gems couldn't be used in unison once the crisis was over, Thanos later mechan mechanizes or machinations eventually led to living tribunal rescinding this restriction. So he forced him to rescind the restriction. Sometime later, Mr. Fantastic revealed to his fellow teammates of the secret group called the Illuminati that he had been collecting the Infinity Gems and hoped to collect the remaining gems with the aid of the other Illuminati members. 
Despite a general apprehension, the group managed to acquire all six gems. Upon doing so, Mr. Fantastic attempted to will the gems out of existence. Okay, so I was wrong about Tony Stark's, so maybe it was Mr. Fantastic. But he was unable to do so. That's why I'm glad I double-checked this. Faced with this failure and reprimand from Uatu, the Watcher, Uatu the Watcher, he made the controversial decision to give each Illuminati member one gem to hide so that they would never be combined and used again. After the Siege of Asgard, the Hood tried to get all the gems, starting by taking the reality gem from the Himalayas, which was kept there by Illuminati member Black Bolt. The power gem from the Baxter building, kept by Mr. Fantastic, and battled the Red Hulk with it. Red Hulk warned the Avengers about it, and so Iron Man did talk to the Illuminati about this. The Hood managed to get the space and time gems, while he lost the power gem at the hand of the Red Hulk, Namor, and Thor. After taking the mind gem from the ruins of the X-Mansion, X-Men Mansion, the Hood traveled to the astral plane where he tried to get the soul gem, but was finally defeated by the Avengers. Iron Man gathered all the six gems and became the first human to possess and use the Infinity Gauntlet as he transported the hood back to Riker's Island and faked that he made the gauntlet disappear from existence, though he really transported it into the Illuminati's gathering place, where he divided the gems between his teammates again, and they scattered them. When the Illuminati faced the threat of the incursions, alternate reality Earths colliding with their own, with the result of the extinction of both realities. The Illuminati once again assembled the Infinity Gauntlet, Galactus, the Watcher, and Thanos. Oh, okay, so Galactus, the Watcher, and Thanos, when they gathered the Infinity Gems, and they actually had the Gauntlet, Thanos and the Watcher, Galactus, sensed it. So they instantly knew it was being assembled, and they were instantly on the hunt. That's when Captain America used it to push away the other Earth and prevent the collision. The cost of this, however, was the destruction of the gauntlet and the shattering of all gems but the time gem. Okay. So, he must have traveled back in time. So, you got the infinity gem. When the infinity gauntlet is complete, each stone grants its the following. Time gem, space gem, reality gem. Nigh omnipotence. The Infinity Gauntlet granted virtual high omnipotence to its wearer. Thank you so much, Iron and Metal. Even the, even the combined powers of beings like Eternity, Watcher, Lord Chaos, Master Order, Mistress Love, all these different ones in Galactus, made up only a small fraction of the Gauntlet's power. The only known beings with power exceeding that of the Gauntlet are the Living Tribunal, God Emperor Doom, with the power of the Beyonders and one above all. Blah, blah, blah. When, when Thanos possessed the gauntlet, his anger turned into a wave of energy that at 2% of its full strength caused the west coast of the United States of America and Japan to sink underwater. Tidal waves on the east coast of the United States and caused the Rainbow Bridge of Asgard to shatter, trapping Odin, Zeus, and other Skyfather gods there. One thing the Infinity Gauntlet cannot do is be used to destroy itself. 
Interesting. Okay. So I'm reading about this Infinity Gauntlet, right? And all these stories, these great elaborate stories that are so intriguing. Hold on here. I'm going to read you guys this. So you guys remember how lately I've had this question about what we've been studying. The Infinity Stones have shown just how much power they contain. But only real fans know about these 20 insane abilities. The Infinity Gauntlet is one of the most powerful objects in both the Marvel Universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was created to house and channel the power of the six Infinity Stones that were scattered across the universe. If anyone were to collect them all and wield it, they would easily be the strongest being in the galaxy. The Gauntlet was the focus of the Avengers. Thanos traveled the galaxy looking for them, and after gaining each one, we got to see him flex. He destroyed entire planets, turned people into ribbons. That was a weird one to me. Turned people into ribbons and teleported himself great distances. Of course, the movie ended with the ultimate ability of him snapping his fingers and destroying half of all life in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, if you think the gauntlet is powerful enough in the MCU, then prepare to be amazed at how much more powerful it was in the comics. Because the medium allows for more heroes and villains to enter the mix, the gauntlet had to be much stronger to accommodate that. With that in mind, here are the 20 craziest, craziest abilities of the gauntlet. In tw Number 20, Imprison the gods. Hear me out. Imprison the gods. When Thanos began hunting for the Infinity Stones in the Infinity Gauntlet comic book, he had to go up against some tough people in order to get them. After that, his actions in the universe caused gods and celestials to step in to try and remove the gauntlet from his hand. Thanos knew that he would go against the Celestials and decided to come up with a plan to stop them. He would have a hard time killing them on his own. So he had to think of a way to subdue them instantly. Using the power of the Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos managed to combat the gods by creating a cosmic prison that trapped them until he could release them. Thanos wasn't a god himself, so it was impressive to see such a character wield so much power. Listen to this next line if you listen to any. Okay? I freaking, when I found out, when I, when, when this, I put two and two together like this, it like almost freaked me out. Because I know you guys know, I've had a question. And I've been asking it a lot out loud to myself lately. And... I've been asking it, really, how you make your workforce productive. and I've been asking it to you guys, and nobody can really kind of give me a good answer until I read this. To make matters worse, Thanos also possessed the power to turn the Celestials into stone if they tried to fight him. Our giants of renown, our stone statues that are living 
Giants at one time in history. The gauntlet, the infinity gauntlet, is what fucking turned them to stone. Tell me otherwise. I've been thinking about it, thinking about it. Medusa didn't make sense. You had to look her into the eyes. The freaking infinity gauntlet, the six soul stones, are what froze the freaking Nephilim in their tracks. They were giants. They were men of renown. And that's what they used to freeze. I'm telling you. No, I just feel like the Infinity Gauntlet, they've been putting it out there since the Aladdin days. They're putting it in Infinity War. Hey, who's to say that fucking thing don't exist? I'm telling you. The Infinity Gauntlet is what froze those suckers in stone. I'm telling you. So, arguably, in history, why couldn't that? Why couldn't that be possible? I'm not saying it's absolute, but humor the idea of it. Think beyond the realm. Think beyond what's blatant, and think beyond. Think beyond predictive programming. Think, think predictive programming. They wouldn't have had. And so, then think about this as well. He had to trap the gods in a cosmic prison. Could that have been the genie in the lamp in Aladdin? Could that have been the genie in the lamp in Aladdin? That's how he trapped the gods for eternity until he could let them out. And dude, I didn't realize the Watchers were actually involved with the comic books and the Infinity Gauntlet at all. That's what I'm saying. And how convenient they call them the Soul Stones, y'all. The Soul Stones. Really, Megan? Cool. Cool. I had kept trying to think of what power was powerful enough. And then, guys, and I wanted to say this a little bit ago, but I, I didn't because I didn't want to spoil it. Was that the weapon of terror that the in the book of Enki they used? Was the Infinity Gauntlet the weapon of terror that they used? Could have been. In the book of Enki, when they say the weapon of terror... Could that have been the Infinity Gauntlet? It was being hidden. Enlil showed them where it was. Right? No, Stanley, uh, dude, he was totally on the inside of it all. He knew all of it. Stanley is an elite, and he knew the whole story. So then it, then it takes me back, you guys. I know God flooded the earth, right? Supposedly. And he, he, he cast the Nephilim into hell. All that shit. Right? He cast him into hell. God dang it. Bruh, hold on for two seconds. Sorry, guys. <laughs> 
Uy. Okay. Just had to get somebody out. 